All right. Well, thank you to the both of you for joining us today. Krista and Hannah are on the air with us. Thank you all for listening to the show every week. This is um, a quick few minutes, 15 minutes, where we spotlight somebody in Rochester or a non-for-profit in Rochester and help each other out because that's what makes Rochester so great. I think we can all agree, especially if you were born and raised here, you know what a tight-knit community this is. And when somebody needs help, we are all right there. So now, Hannah, you just got back from surgery. Was it la- last week? Uh, yeah. How are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling great. Um, there's not a lot of pain, a lot of weird feelings, but other than that, it's, it's going good. How old are you? I'm 15. Okay, 15. And now you have a rare disease. Can you teach us more about this and, and how you discovered that you had it and, and, you know, what did it do to your body and why you went through surgery? Well, it all started with um, me waking up one day and my arm just stopped moving. Um, so we went to the hospital and they said that I had a stroke, but that's not really what it was and we come come to find out it was um parsonage turner syndrome with brachioplexus neuritis Mm. how about that did you ever think you would know how to pronounce that (laughs) no (laughs) from that morning when you woke up i can't even imagine the the feelings that you were feeling the emotions in the house at that time when you were calling for your mom like something is off something is weird here was there any other part of your body that was not moving that you didn't have control over? Or was it really just one arm? It was just one arm. So now explain a little bit more. What does that mean? Once they came and figured out what it really was, they determined, okay, no, it wasn't a stroke, um, which I can't even imagine what you were thinking at that point in time, Krista, especially you. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? My daughter has a stroke. She's so young. Actually, she handled it really well we um we initially went to her pediatrician's office um and when they said when the pediatrician said she needed to go to strong i remember you know lunging for the garbage can and vomiting and hannah was just sitting there and she was calm throughout it all and that was september 23rd 2009 um, and she wasn't diagnosed until October 14th, 2009. So it was just a lot of not knowing what was going on. Okay, so from the point where they were thinking it was a stroke to determining it wasn't, to finally figuring out what it was. It was two, two consecutive days in the emergency room of testing, um, MRIs, um, seeing uh pediatric neurology, um, we were told it could be in her head. Um, there's this, they kept on telling her if she can touch her hand to her um, forehead that it, it was fine. Um, and then we continued on with neurology at Strong for a little bit, uh, and they actually referred us over to adult neurology, um, where uh, I believe it's Dr. Shefaloni is her name, um, she did a EMG on Hannah, uh, and that was October 14th, uh, and they said that she was showing signs of Parsonage-Turner, uh, and at that point, it was more about trying to save the arm uh, and see what we could do for that, 
so I think we went to maybe seven or eight different orthopedics in the New York area. And again, we got everything from, I've never heard of Parsonage Turner. It's psychological to, we should just amputate the arm. Oh my gosh. And so when we... Which one was tougher to digest? The doctors telling you, I think it's all in your head? Or the doctor saying, we have to amputate? Uh, the amputation. Because I, Hannah, Hannah knew, we've always been very honest with Hannah about this disease. And we've always let Hannah decide if she was, if the doctor was okay. Um, so, you know, she has met many doctors and she's never been rude to them. But she will walk away and say, I, I don't like them, you know. <laughs> yeah. And, and she's seven at the time. So, you know, you kind of just, if your seven-year-old doesn't get along with that doctor, you know, kids have good gut instincts. I, oh, I, okay. I didn't realize she was, I guess I just didn't do the math when you were saying the years. I didn't realize she yeah. was so little at that time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so when the doctor's telling you, don't worry, mom, it's just in her head. How frustrating, Hannah, for you as a seven-year-old were, you know, because sometimes adults do kind of just brush off what seven-year-olds say. You must have been right. so frustrated. Yeah, I was. Yeah. So we, um, after the amputation, I went back to her pediatrician and I said, um, we need something. There's got to be somebody out there. And um, she came back with two options, which one was the Shriners Hospital in Philadelphia um, or uh, the Cleveland Clinic. And, you know, she told me to look them both over and, and see what we thought. And I said, why don't we give the Shriners, you know, looks like a good fit. And from the day Hannah met Dr. Cozen, she has just adored him mm. and had a really good connection with him. So he's always had what's best for her, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and so it, you know, it took a while and we knew it would take a while uh, we were told we had to be patient, and Hannah's been more than patient. <laughs> so, okay, was there any word of this? Did you even know this existed before Hannah was diagnosed with it? No. Okay, no. so this is not a family history type disease. No, and we um, we actually looked, uh, Dr. Cozen had referred us to a neurologist okay. um, at Shriners, and um, very nice man, and just any genetic markers that could have been there weren't there. Okay. Um, so uh, on her dad's side, there are some palsies, but this isn't really a pulse. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, there's yep. no uh, – the disease does show up at different times. It seems like viral is more of an issue than bacterial. So – um, when she gets strep throat, we immediately know she has strep throat, not because her throat hurts, but her legs will get very heavy and it'll be hard to, for her to walk. Um, mm. Mono, which mimics strep throat a lot, um, put her down for two weeks. And that was actually heartbreaking because it, we went in there thinking she was going to have strep throat. And when the strep culture came back negative, she started crying because she thought her legs were going. Um, so she gladly had them do a flu swab and that came back negative. So then we went to the pediatrician and they said it was mono. So wow. it's, viruses 
you know, just try to attack the body. And, and it, it's almost like it's a, um, they do say that Parsonage Turner does relate to autoimmune um, in some ways. So the movement in your arm, does it go on and off or is it permanent? No, it's a constant, like some fingers like started moving probably like a year after. So I only have like three fingers that move. And okay. my shoulder is like, I, it's like full use, but everything else is just oh, gone and it's okay. like a constant thing. And then once you're getting sick, you feel like you're getting sick. There's other parts of your body that, that, that just doesn't feel right. Right. Okay. What is it? What What is happening? Did the doctors explain it to you in a way that you can really understand, comprehend what's going on inside your body? Yeah, they did explain it. Um, It's just so crazy. And like my seven-year-old mind, it's just, I didn't really understand everything, you know? Mm-hmm. When you went through the surgery, what's the what's the end result of this surgery? Is there future surgeries or? Uh, yeah, there we, so we started with like the shoulder, and um, my bicep and my elbow area, and we're just like working our way down. So there is more surgeries to come for. Well, there we don't really know okay. at this point, but like there there should be a hand surgery, but they just took um. Well, my shoulder was dislocated from all, like, I guess, all the dead weight or heavy weight that my arm, like, brought down my shoulder. So we had to put my shoulder back in place. And then they took um, a muscle. I can't really say the muscle. Mom, can you say it? The latimus dorsi. Yeah, they took that, which is all along your side. And they put that in my bicep and... um, so after the surgery, I should be able to have a, some more movement in my um, arm. This is not a surgery to cure what's wrong. No, I don't. I don't think I could ever cure the disease. It's just like the disease came. It left my arm not moving, and so we just have to repair what it's left. You know. Okay. I mean, if this is such a unique disease, there's probably more research that still needs to be done because Mm -hmm. you, do you know what the future looks like as far as this disease? Can it attack another part of your body? And then this, it's like deja vu. It'll happen again. What happened, you know, when you were seven years Mm -hmm. old? Right. We don't know about that. Okay. Um, I hope it doesn't happen. Yeah. But it's, we don't know. Gosh, anything. that's scary when there's a big question mark. Right. As your fellow neighbors, what can we do to help you recover, repair, um, you know, spread the word, push for more research? What do you need? Um, well, right now we're just trying to get through the trip to Philly. Um, we had set up a, a, a GoFundMe um, to help the, when we went down last time. Unfortunately, we didn't get the Ronald McDonald House um, for the surgery. We know we won't have it for the therapy option, and it's it's expensive to go down. Um, you know, it's I do the best I can. I mm-hmm. work as much as I can, mm-hmm. um, but it's hard. And there's um, you know added expenses with the traveling and um, you know missing work. Yeah. I, I've had to adjust my work schedule because Hannah is. The one thing I, I have to say about Hannah throughout these last 
nine to 10 years is that this disease has never stopped her. Um, she's a competitive dancer, um, never doubts going out there. And, you know, she doesn't want any of the judges to ever know about her arm. Um, she, you know, mentors younger kids in dance and she, uh, is an amazing student. She's an honor roll student. And so she doesn't want to stop doing any of this. And, um, unfortunately I, I have to adjust my schedule, um, not only for the trips to Philly, but, you know, we're, we're adjusting my schedule now so that she can, I can help her get dressed and whatnot, because it's not like, I mean, if it was just using her left arm, like normal, it wouldn't be an issue, but in order for her to get dressed, she has to hold the right arm that is, she had the surgery on. Um, so she needs help, you know, with daily mm. activities. So she wants to go to school for the first eight days of school. Um, and, you know, I have to be here. I work overnight, so I have to be here um, to help her. So any help we can really get yeah. at this time is we're very grateful for. And, you know, we live in an amazing community and they've been so good to us and yeah. everybody has, you know, kept Hannah in their thoughts and, and rooted for her throughout the surgery process. And now um, a lot of people say the hard part is over, but I feel like the surgery is the scary part. You know, surgery is, is scary, but I think the hard part is coming up when she goes into the rehabilitation um, and we get the arm moving again. Um, we know things are, are waking up in the arm because she has had a lot of, of feeling coming back. Oh, good, um, yeah. So, but it's just, it's just getting us through this, you know, Yeah. and, and, you know, the trip to Philly and, um, you know, also Hannah, Hannah wants to get her story out there. She wants it to inspire. You know, she's, right? Yeah. She's, she's very big about people never giving up. And, um, you know, she, you could be sitting under a storm cloud and she'd still see the sunshine. So <laughs> All of us are thinking the same thing, Hannah, that you are an amazing kid taking this obstacle and, yes, inspiring so many young kids and all of us. Um, so the GoFundMe page, how can we find you? It's uh, Hannah's Philadelphia Surgery. Okay. Um, and Hannah is, um, I was one of those moms that spelled it differently. <laughs> it's um, H A N N. He had to be different. Yeah. Okay, mom. No. <laughs> um, and as fellow parents, we completely understand what you must be going through too, Krista. You know, it takes a village to raise our kids. We got to come together and help each other out. So if you could help the Milliman family, that would be awesome. Find them on GoFundMe. Uh, Hannah's story. Krista and Hannah, good luck to you. And uh, we'll be thinking about you and pushing lots of love your way. Thank you so much.